Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. We have a very special New Year's Eve episode for you all today. We're going to do things a little bit differently. I know we always give you guys our hot takes, but today we're going to give our New Year's resolutions. And of course, we got to talk about all the gems from this past year. It was just such an amazing year with so many amazing guests. So let's get down to the New Year's resolutions. Mike, I'm going to kick it over to you, bud. No, thank you, man. It's been such an amazing, crazy, wild year thus far. I can't believe talking about it has almost made it two years. Thank you to all of our fans. Thank you to all of our guests that we've had on. Uh, and just being able to completely talk it out. Thank you to you, Brian. You've helped me so much and to our entire team. And now love that we're you, going to- I love you, bro. I love you. <laughs> Wait, I love you. No, nothing else got to be said after that. You know, we, we, have have we have a breakthrough. We have a breakthrough. We didn't have an issue with, I love you, bro. You know, you always got to say something like that. I just love uh, you, man. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. Well, you know, now going <laughs> to 2022, that ride has just been spectacular. And I can't wait for uh, getting to that full one year, January 11th, uh, 2021 is when we started. Uh, but let's get right into it. What did we do in this country, in America? We have New Year's resolutions. And I've been in Mexico for a couple of weeks now. And one of the reasons I came out here was to just honestly, man, to be by myself. And I think when you be introspective and you, you focus on how you could be better, uh, it really helps a lot. And, you know, being in this position, I'm single. People always ask, Mike, why are you single? How? And, you know, I was really thinking, man, and this is my resolution, the woman I want, but outside of, yeah, I want to be attracted to her, you know, a good person, you know, trustworthy, all those things that we all want. I, the type of woman I desire is someone who is extremely selective. You know, she's, she's, she truly knows her worth. She's really selective. She uh, doesn't give anyone, doesn't give everyone the time of day. And I was just reflecting on when people ask that question, why are you single? And the, the reason I feel is because my energy's off. My woman, when, if and when we have met or will meet, my resume is nice, I feel. But my energy is off. My energy isn't right in the type of woman I want. She can read that. She can pick up on that. Mm. And there's some things that I need to do, some ways that I need to grow still. And that's kind of been not necessarily just my New Year's resolution, but going into the New Year, uh, what I'm thinking right right now, uh, just reflecting on how I could be a better human being and a, just a better man to whoever my future lady is. Like, I absolutely adore her being so selective, but it also get on my damn nerves. She's so selective, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but 
she doesn't even know that she's already helping me grow. And so my New Year's resolution genuinely is to just become a better version of myself in all facets. Like that's the, the main reason that I'm out here right now in Mexico is just to reflect. Like I'm, people think I'm probably in Mexico partying, sleeping with every woman. I haven't drank once, haven't slept with nobody. I genuinely be doing my job and, and you know, keep my head down, just trying to become better. That's why do I want to, why do I want to put this on camera and call it Mike gets his groove back in Mexico or something <laughs> like hey, straight on back. The groove ain't left, homie. I'm just trying to. Okay. You I said just, the energy was off. I was like, okay, he's getting his mojo back. He's getting no, back. No, but 100. The, the only time the mojo had left was when I, I got my heart broke. I ain't gonna front. I was terrible. My game was atrocious. The, the, when I say energy, I'm talking about like, if I, if I have met her or if I have not met her, if we are to meet, she's like, yeah, the resume is good. You know, what he has going on in life, but I feel this from him. Hmm and whatever that is. So for example, it's an assumption. People have, we assume things, but I don't care what nobody says, we all judge whether, we know we all shouldn't judge, but in some facets, every human being has judged, right? And so I wanna put off better qualities, whatever that may be. And so it may or may not be true, but that's just what my resolution is for myself, just to become better. Better as you know, a person, just, show yeah, that yeah. growth. Hell like yeah, this man. year, I my biggest that. flex this year, bro, honestly, was seeing so much of my family. Mm. That, was, that, that was my resolution for this year. And honestly, that leads into my New Year's resolution because I, what I want to do is I want to focus on checking in more so than I do currently with friends and family. Because at the end of the day, friends and family are everything. You know, they're your support system. There are people that are going to be behind you no matter what. And, you know, a lot of times we get caught up in the hustle and bustle and, you know, trying to make mm -hmm. the money. And, you know, we get caught up in things that at the end of the day, you know, yes, they matter, but they're not everything. You know what I'm saying? Like those relationships matter more than anything, at least to me. And I know that I could do a better job. And at the same time, like we're in a time in our country where in a time in our world, pretty much, where a lot of people are going through a lot of things, you know, mental health is a big issue with COVID and the whole nine. And you never know what any, what you never know what people are going through. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's like just to check in and, you know, FaceTime more, give people a call and just see how they're doing. Because everybody's like, I feel like sometimes in their own world and, you know, Mike, shit, I don't call you enough. You know what I'm saying? I, we, we need to talk on the phone, you know, and, and you know, I want to hear your, you know, what you're going through. You know, maybe I can add some value to it. Maybe you could do the same thing to me. But just do that more with your family and friends, everybody out there, because at the, at the end of the day, you know, the, like I said, the relationships and, and just your your bond with people, I think, is, is what's most important. If 2021 and 2020 taught us anything, it's that, Absolutely. you know, life is short, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're, you can be here one day and gone tomorrow. So, you know, just spread the love. Absolutely. What you're discussing is something that I saw on TikTok and will never, ever leave my mind. Uh, the guy was talking about, let's say your grandma's 65 years old. The average age that a woman passes away is like, I think 76 or 75, something like that. Mm -hmm. If you only see her once a year, you only get 10 more opportunities with her. Yeah. And so yeah. when that touched me, bro, that like, it touched me. So I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, completely. You just had your, uh, your grand opening. 
yeah. uh, which is crazy. And like all the people that came out to support you, that's what it's about. Yeah. That's no, and I mean, I, and, and like, I hadn't seen, I haven't seen my parents since I moved out here, you know what I mean? To LA and, you know, we just had an amazing trip. You know, my family, Rachel's family, we all got together, got a cabin in Tennessee and uh, it was an absolute great time and just being able to see them. And, you know, I just wanted to cherish those moments that I had with them because at the end of the day, they fly back to Miami and I come back to L.A., you know, to continue my career. And it's you got to You got to cherish those moments that you have with your family and friends. So, you know, I'm just I'm just blessed and grateful. You know, I'm grateful for you, man. I'm grateful for this podcast and all and all the amazing people that we've interviewed on this show. And, you know, I feel like I've grown a lot. I don't know about you, man, but. You know, I, I just I just love our our bond, our chemistry. And, you know, you know, hopefully we could just bring light to the world and 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 show people that, you know, you can be vulnerable and you can talk it out and you can express your feelings, even if nobody agrees. You no, know, some people don't agree with it all the time. It's still good to, you know, just air things out and just talk it out. And that's the other facet to it. It's OK to be able to have an opinion. Absolutely. And, and I think here on talking it out, we show and we do give people the space to have their opinion, you know, openly without com combating it per se. Yeah. Um, and that's just truly is like you're saying, talking it out, what it's about. Uh, this year, you know, how many times I've contacted my homies in my group chats and be like, yo, what do y'all think about this? We talked about this on the podcast. Like, what did y'all <laughs> takes on it? Like from a male perspective, like one of the big things was, because uh, most of my peer group is in the military and or comes from the military. And so, in the military community, you say the word female a lot. Mm. Men and women both. Like, yeah, I know lots of women that say that word female, uh, especially from the military, my military folks. And we literally spent an hour breaking it down, like looking up definitions. And it's so cool that I just want our, you know, our listeners to know, like we, our words are serious. We take them seriously. Like to be able to go back, you know, reference these things, the conversations we've had. I remember talking to my dad. I'm like, yo, you know, that word try to cut it out homie you know like you know there's just certain things you No, we listen we to you guys you know what i'm saying like we got i know you got the dms oh, i got the dms talking about that word and you know that's that's all part of our growth you know what i'm saying like nobody's perfect we're not perfect but you know we've adapted and we're you know like i said we're just trying to do the best we can and you know that's all <laughs> you, know, you know the crazy part is the ability to adapt while still being yourself yes Yes. Well because said. Like, well said. I feel like after this year, I know what the majority of our audience is going to think when I say something at this point. Right. But the ability to still be authentic to your own beliefs and values is, I think, a pretty cool thing that having a podcast helps you to realize. Yeah. And I think I think we've done a good job of that. I mean, I I, I love your authenticity, man. And I think you've been You've been the realist, you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't think you've ever lost that. And all I think we've done is, yes, like you said, adapted, we've learned, and we've grown. Yes, yes definitely so. And so is our, so is our uh, extended family. Uh, but within that, like, we've grown, our family has grown. I want to, like, take it back. You know, this has been a long year. Really think about it. It's all the things that I've had. such happened. a long year. Holy crap. Like, Wow. Like yeah, when wow. I think about all the people that we've interviewed and like just all the stuff that's transpired, it's like, wait a minute, that was that was this year? Holy, yeah, like unbelievable. <laughs> I know. But by, by the way, it's still 2020 to me until 
January 1st, 2022. Then it could be 2021. Like I'm in my brain, I'm a year behind because 2020 don't count. I feel like everyone on earth right now should be able to get their skin to look a year younger, their hair to go back a year, all that because 2020 wasn't a fair year. Yeah, that was like an NFL like bye week or something like exactly. a bye, bye year. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to, yeah, bye year. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <multiple> ways. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but let's get into this in chronological order, right? We have a few of our top 10 moments from this year. Uh, number one, we got to start it off strong, man. We had our first guest. It's so awesome to get that guest as the first guest, Emmanuel Acho. Yes. Let's listen back to one of the craziest moments. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The question for you, Acho, is what can our listeners and what can we do in order to erase our unconscious bias and microaggressions that we have? That's really good. That's really good. I'll say this. I said it to Oprah and I will say it again. Number one, you have to acknowledge the existence of them. I use the acronym DENIAL. DENIAL spelled D-E-N-I-A-L. Don't even know I am lying right? Hmm. Because so many people don't even realize that they're lying to themselves. Mike, they might be like, Emmanuel, what do you you mean? I don't have bias. Like, Emmanuel, I don't even see color. Like, I mean, I I treat everyone equally, black people, white people, all alike. Emmanuel, it's not about skin. It's about sin. It's not about race. It's about grace. And you have to realize, like, wait a second. At birth, through living life, There is information that is downloaded into our brain just based upon what we see. Our eyes are constantly digesting and dissecting information. And so if you can learn something, you can also unlearn something. Facts. We have to realize within ourselves, okay, what have I learned that needs to be unlearned? I mean, (laughs) that I, I mean, he should, he should be, I mean, I think he already does it a lot, but. I mean, public speaking. Are you kidding yes. me? Yeah. Like he was like preaching right there. He he was. It just it is what it is. He one hundred percent was preaching. Yeah. Uh, felt like I was back home in Dallas. I love Emmanuel Acho, man. I mean, think of all the growth he's had. Right. He's brought yes. out another book. I mean yes. the the uncomfortable conversations, the the children's version. I mean, yes. Or and uncomfortable uncomfortable stopping. uncomfortable conversations with a black boy. Is yes. that what it's called? Yes, yeah. exactly what it's called. I mean, he's doing big things, man. I'm, I'm so proud of him, and you know, he's a he's a he's a he's a great guy, man. He's got a lot of a good head on his shoulders. You know, some uh, I was thinking about this this thought the other day when I was at the gym on the treadmill, and I was like, man, there's this guy that I watch on YouTube. His name is Alex Ramosi. I really like him. He was talking about this this episode. 
he has nine figures and, he, and he's 32 years old. And he was like, I promise you, if you get there, it's not going to change how you feel. It does not change a single thing. If you're sad inside, you're going to be sad inside. And he just spills a bunch of gems. And I was like, what does someone's YouTube people that they watch and or social media personalities that they watch say about themselves, right? When you listen to Emmanuel Acho, he literally imputes wisdom into you. Yeah. Like, he is wise beyond his years because he's a young man also. Yeah. But he is so intelligent, so wise, so thought provoking. Uh, having Emmanuel on, I'm, 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 I'm glad that we had him on. It's amazing to say that we had him on. You know, he named drop Oprah. We can name drop him. Right. No, and especially him, man. I think it was so powerful to have him on in the first show because, I mean, think about that time. I mean, we were just coming off just the you know the previous summer everything with george floyd and you know what i'm saying like he's been one of the main voices you know in that movement and you know like you said he just dropped so much wisdom i mean you saw us while we were listening to that we were like both nodding our head like taking notes. yes yes you know facts yes and yes. uh you know i i just think he was the perfect person to have on at the at the time probably where you know we as a country probably needed it the most I completely agree. He's someone that I feel like I can go to, whether it be just to have a good time and or someone I can go to as like a big brother moment or just someone that will inspire me because he does inspire me. He's he's kind of like your wife, Rachel. The boy don't stop. You know, he's going, 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 and he does it in such a – he carries himself so well. So I'm, I'm really happy that we had a man on. He taught yeah, us all. For sure. He taught family to include us. Now, speaking of Rachel – Let's go on to the next gem. I want to give a shout out to my wife, Rachel Lindsay Abasolo, you know, for showing so much strength, so much composure and professionalism during that interview. I mean, going back to that interview, like what struck me the most was that she was asked the question, disrespectfully, I might add, who the hell are you? Yeah, God, I, yeah, that's who direct, those are quotes. the hell are you? Well, I'll tell you who she is, Chris. She's Rachel motherfucking Lindsay. Strong black woman, a pioneer in this franchise, the realest bachelorette who tells it like it is, and quite frankly, the best thing to ever happen to this franchise. That's who she is. So that's what I have to say about that. Who was that? <laughs> Who See, said that? <laughs> wow. Hey, listen, Mike. All, all I'm going to say on that is I said what I said. <laughs> the words of NeNe Leaks. Wow, that was, it felt, feels like so long ago, too. Like, it feels like ages ago. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm not going to change anything I said back then. I mean, that's the way I felt. You know, that's the way I feel now. I mean, I love my wife and I support her fully. And, you know, she got a lot of, you know, backlash for doing her job. You know, what I mean, asking yes. a question, and at the end of the day, the, the, you know, Chris responded the way he did, and you know, I think that was that was on him. You know, what I mean, the way he responded, what came out of his mouth, and you know, obviously, what transpired transpired, and you know, everybody's moved on at this point, and you know, I. I just want to say that 
you know, my wife has grown from that moment. You know, I mean, she's in a much better place. And again, I'm just proud of her and I love her to death. No, I'm, I'm proud of Big Sis as well. And to you, my brother, that was like, like I said about Emmanuel, uh, someone I could look up to. Who was that? Because you are the soft spoken one out of the two of us more so. That was when moments of the heart were touched. That you yeah. forwent your, the doctor in you and said, yo, this is my wife that we're discussing. Yeah. You will not talk down on my wife. You will not uh, ask her who this is, ask her who she is. You will respect her because you do know who she is. And I think that it was perfectly right for you to say that in every way. And speaking for both of us, we wish Chris nothing but the best as well. Yeah. Uh, but he's happy now. Lauren Zima, they got engaged. You know, oh, yes, nothing but yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but the best. Uh, genuinely, congrats. And, you know, it's sad that that tour, Bachelor Nation, divided uh, it. It divided it when it was clear as day. You know, it, it genuinely was clear as day. And uh, you did what you were supposed to do, what you were called to do, a part of your vows when you guys got married. And so I just want to, you know, take my hat off to you and commend you to that. Uh, and then <laughs> one of my favorite guests that we've had on, by the way, she had the dopest background. I think that's one thing that we got to give an award. Next year, we're going to give the award to someone, whoever has the dopest background, right? Uh, I love this woman she's so cool that's kind of one of my flexes that i could say that i've been able to interview this woman yes, we both have that was a highlight uh, for sure definitely so but like she has felt something similar because people have asked her you know who you talking to people have said you know they will take things to her like because she's a woman or they they will come at her because she doesn't have a degree or that but let's let's play the clip because i want people to to really get the the wisdom out of this People would say to me, you're not a doctor, you're not a lawyer, you're not a scientist, you're not this, you're not that, you're not this, you're nothing. Okay. But I didn't know I had to be any of that, to be yeah. a human and to tell you, people yeah. are being harmed, something's not right, so I'm going to give it my best shot. One thing I am is loud. And that's <laughs> you, you make what yourself I heard. <laughs> goes I was loud. It goes back to knowing who you are. She is a... What we call uh, what you call a professional badass. That's what that's what she is right there. Hundred percent. She, I mean, seeing Julia Roberts portray her. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I'm sure she emulated her as as close as possible. And I mean, she walked into a room, you know, full of attorneys with all these degrees and you know so much more quote unquote education than her, and she was the sharpest one in the room. Like all the time, she always had, you know, the witty comebacks and just the 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 wherewithal, like she said, like, I, it doesn't matter if I don't have any of those accolades that you guys may have. Like she was she made her presence known with her mouthpiece. Absolutely. And I mean, what came out of her mouth was 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 it was, was honestly a gem, like everything that comes out of her mouth was a gem on that episode. I loved it. And if I could pick one person to be my biggest cheerleader, it would be Aaron. hundred percent, hundred percent. She's going to be like, you could do it. You could do it. You could do it. hundred percent would be my biggest. I remember one time I was in the military, I was 22 years old and I was low ranking and I was like the president of some organization and, or I was like trying to become the president of this organization. And I was talking to my homeboy about it. 
And I was like, man, I'm too young. I'm low ranking. I'm 22. He said something to me that Aaron comes across with Aaron Brockovich, which is don't apologize for what you cannot change. Mm. Never apologize for what you cannot change. Uh, and I'm not talking about something that you did. I'm talking about something that you are two different things completely, but instead, if you're passionate about something, one's education does not equate to their knowledge about said subject. Yeah. And Aaron genuinely to this day, because when, remember when we spoke to her, we asked her what she's got going next and she's, she's in the hunt. She's a hundred percent in the hunt. And, and she's, so, and she's looking to help people. I mean, that whole movie, you know, was, which is a brief stint of her life. I mean, she's dedicated her entire adulthood life, you know, from that moment to helping people that, you know, were in dire straits. I mean, with the whole water situation in that town, I mean, basically making so many people sick and having them get cancer and tumors and whatnot. I mean, I mean, think about, think about all the opposition she must've had, yeah. you know, the opposition with all that money and trying to go after her and shut her down. I mean, we think we got, you know, haters on our social media. I mean, think yeah, about imagine. the type of haters that she had trying to silence her and she would not be silenced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she said, she was the loudest in the room and she made herself heard and she, she, she made, she made them make changes. So you I know, love that. One way that Aaron taught me is in order to have an impact to be everlasting, one, do something monumental, but two, and to me more importantly, is to do it while being your authentic self. Yep. She was up in there wearing the heels. She feel comfortable in her skirt. Let her do her thing, but her heart is in the right place. Her her mind, her her focus was not in only, the right place. And not only being your authentic self, but like never wavering and never bowing down to, you know, the 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 naysayers, the opposition. You know what I'm saying? Like she kept on fighting no matter what, no matter what the setback. I mean, that's a lesson in life. You know what I'm saying? It is a lesson in life. But somebody that gave us such a gem when it comes to through a process and or the key to success, the key to their success uh, is the woman with the best skincare routine in the game. <laughs> Baby. And so through this process, I've actually been able finally to get to this space of understanding that my emotions have nothing to do with me. I can actually sit here and observe that this is a bodily experience. So my frustration, it's a bodily experience. It's not me doesn't define me. My sadness is a bodily experience. It's an emotion that I need to work through. It's not me, it doesn't define me. My, you know, the failures, these outside material things, these are just things in my surroundings that aren't me. And I think like, when you're going through a really hard time, if you want to get better, that's all, that's the key to success. Just the simple desire of wanting to get better. So true. Are there things that you try that didn't work? I mean, obviously the neuroemotional technique um, that you spoke yeah. about. I mean, obviously that's a. Not, I don't think too many people go that route, but you did. But like, are there other things that you tried that just didn't work, or that's why you needed to take it to the next level? 
I'm such a perfectionist and I'm such a like things need to happen now that one thing I did lack through my journey was patience. Every time I think of Viviana, I'm always shut out her skincare. <laughs> Every time. So you about to you about to get her another ad, some skincare line. <laughs> she should. It, I, it, I agree. I agree. Like it is what it is, period. She should. She that should my, that Miami Sun Kiss Glow. That Miami Sun Kiss Glow. <laughs> um, when I when I listen to Bibiana, when I think about Bibiana, she she brings me back to this place that something I remember from a, a, a youngster and never forget, which is the best athletes in the world have the absolute worst memory. And like Bibiana was talking about, she bottles those, that those emotions were just a bottled experience. It, it's not the, it's not the entirety of who she is. I, I played wide receiver, right? I wasn't in the NFL, nothing like that. And when I would drop a pass, that's not my entire career. Because what happens is if you don't bottle that emotion, like Bibi is talking about, if you don't forgo, okay, I dropped a pass, that will start to eat at you. But for Bibi to know that that's a journey that she's going through, it's a part of the process uh, that she's going through. I just commend her for that. I think about, you know, we all know the saying uh, about a diamond, how a diamond is mined, right? Uh, how it's hardened. Uh, we, t we could talk about the egg and uh, the egg, if you just pull out the refrigerator, it breaks so easily. But when you boil it up and you heat the egg up, the egg actually becomes hardened. So from the experiences that you go through, you become stronger. Uh, or we talk about the plant being buried, right? When you plant a plant, is that correct? But when you plant a plant, uh, when you plant a rose per se, I think a Tupac, the rose grew from concrete. But when you plant a rose, it's completely buried with dirt. Your dirt is literally being tossed upon it, right? Mm -hmm. But it's through small tokens from light, from water, and from time and patience that we're able to grow. And so from Bibi, I completely adore her and how she's been able to understand that her emotions are real, but they're not the entirety of who she is. Yeah, I agree, man. I thought she was, I think she's, I think she's so in tune with her feelings. That's what I got from that interview. Like she can internalize the emotion. Um, like you said, it doesn't, she doesn't let it define her, but she's okay unpacking that working through that anger that frustration whatever she's feeling like she owns it yes. right and yes. you know she knows that that isn't who she is at the core it's like she said just the feeling but working through that through those emotions is going to build growth and progression in her life you know where she could better handle those situations down the line and mm -hmm. i just love i just love that i thought she's she was very deep there and she I think was. she sent some, she said some profound things. Absolutely. I love that. That's, that's what we call grace. I think we all need to give ourselves grace at times. I think that's something that we, as people, as humans, as living beings, forget. Yeah. Even the people that we come to come out on this episode, uh, on our podcast, the people that we shower, adore, we all have to remember grace. And what Bibi was saying leads us into one of our next greatest gems from this past year. Uh, I love this man, is that <laughs> it's so much easier said than done. Let's play that clip right there. What has been the best advice as a father that you've received from other dads? Oh man, I think it's 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 being patient. Mm. Be patient, try to be I understanding. Because I'm still working on that. So, <laughs> but you know, and What's that up? just never goes away. You never are patient enough, but it, it's so true. 
Because as a father, you want to just step in and try to correct things right from the get-go. You want things, obviously, we all want the best for our family, and especially for your children. So um, stepping in is, is almost human nature, if you will. But you got to just be patient, let them figure and work things out. Um, it's so much easier just, said than done. I love that, man, because it's... I mean, just based on the way I was raised, I mean, I, I want to hear from you as well. Like the way I was raised, I mean, I think I came out pretty well, right? You know what I mean? Like it's it, it adulthood. I mean, and I love the way my parents raised me. What They couldn't control me at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like they let me live my life, but they showered me with so much love that at the end of the day, like, I didn't want to disappoint them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they showered me so much love. It's like, I get these two people that raised me that love me so much. And, you know, in comparison to maybe a parent, not grand, I'm not a parent yet, but like, this is how I want to raise my kids. Like, I don't want to be so on top of them and so, and try to be so controlling where I'm trying to micromanage every aspect of their life. Like, you're not going to be with your kid 24 seven all the time. You know what I'm saying? They're going to go off to college. They're going to make mistakes. Like he said, you got to let your kid make the mistakes. You just want to shower them with love, try to teach them right from wrong and just have them make good decisions. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you know, hopefully that's enough. You know what I'm saying? And because I, I, I've, I've experienced, I've seen that before where it's like the parents are so on top of their kids and then, down the line, they rebel and, you know, they just want to break away from that and they act out, you know what I'm saying? But like, if you take a kind of like a step back, you know, and just, like I said, show them right from wrong and, and, allow and them to blossom. allow them to blossom on their own. You know what I'm saying? Like they gotta, they gotta make their own mistakes. So what you're you saying feel? makes me think of, uh, I, I, I read this and it just, it, it obviously still stuck with me today. If you see a beautiful flower, don't pick it. Hmm. Let that flower be. Let that flower continue to blossom. And I know right now, for those wondering, like, man, who is that profound man? That's our very own <laughs> bachelorette, Tasha Adams, Pops, uh, Desmond Adams. And he said we're invited to the cookout, by the way. So <laughs> We are? Okay. okay. Yeah, I didn't forget. Desmond, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> this to the we're cookout, ready. Man. We're ready. Yeah, we're definitely ready. But uh, I know that he is showering his daughter, uh, his entire family with love. So uh, that's wonderful to have in your life. And he, he's such... Uh, just a person that you feel like you can gravitate towards. Like he doesn't come across as man. I'm. I can't speak to him. He comes across as simply like, hey, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about. No, it, you can know? tell that's the type of parent he is, and that's. I. I, I mean, I want to be that kind of parent where it's like, you want your kid to be comfortable to come talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel that that's the type of relationship he has with his kids, and you want to be friends with your kid obviously you know there's a line you know where there's the discipline and you want you want them to respect you but at the same time you want to be able to communicate freely with them right you want to be able to be there be their friend and give them advice whenever they need it i can't wait for you to have a kid man <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe soon enough uh, I, I can't wait man and next up guys this was Definitely a more serious conversation that we had with our very own bachelorette, Katie Thurston. Uh, she talked about her sexual assault um, and 
she was very candid and very open with us and we appreciate her so much showing that strength and that courage to absolutely talk about it on such a big platform and you know it was just great you know hearing her hearing her out so let's listen in that moment and so i want to say it was probably within the last three years that i finally was very firm in my decisions in terms of like, if I did not want to have sex, I said no, and I meant it. And I was never going to force myself to do anything for a man that I didn't want to do. And I think that was probably the first step to building this healthy relationship. Because if you start forcing yourself to have sex when you don't want to, then your body, your mind, you start to create this negative association with sex in general, and you're just setting yourself up for failure. And so for me, the, the first step that I had to do was not try to please my man if it was something that I didn't want to do mentally or physically in that moment. Extremely well said. I can't emphasize enough how much I want us and our listeners to take heed to Katie's words right here. Uh, I've tweeted about this. You have to, women are not objects for all the guys listen, right? Uh, one of my Facts. homies were no longer friends no more because I felt like he treated women as objects strictly. And I also need, you know, not love Katie because she imputed wisdom to so many individuals. Uh, to know, I need women to also know that you don't have, you're not obligated. It's a choice. It's a choice to be intimate with someone. I don't care if you married, been married for 37 years. It's still a choice at the end of the day. It's it's not a chore. It's not something that you have to do. Um, and I, I just, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm very passionate about this subject yeah. and I'm just happy that Katie felt comfortable and she is strong enough to speak on it uh, because she's helping so many listeners out there. Yeah, no. And I, I totally agree with you, man. And I feel like us as men, you know, based on what she said right there, you know, we need to respect a woman's decision when she does say no. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you're even, like you said, even if you're married 37 years, you've been in a relationship. Sometimes, you know, one party or the other may not want to do it. And I think that's where the communication comes in. And I think she yeah. showed so much growth there where she's comfortable relaying that message, you know, to her partner and letting them know, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm just not feeling it right now. And, you know, I need you to understand it. And we, like I said, we, as men, we need to understand it. if we don't understand it, then ask, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, talk about it, talk about yes. it. So she can uh, explain to you what the reasons are. And I think, you know, a lot of things, you know, sometimes is just a lack of communication. Like sometimes the guy may get upset, like, oh, why doesn't she want to have sex with me? Or why does she want to be intimate? And it's like, talk about it, like ask questions. Like if you're curious about something, don't just bottle those feelings up and, you know, blow up a week later, you know, because of it, you know what I'm saying? Talk about it with your partner. I think that's where communication is so key in a relationship. That's what it goes back to what Desmond was saying. That's it's easier said than done because when someone doesn't want to have sex, they, 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 they want to, we all want to please our partner, right? Yeah. If you're in a good, healthy relationship, you want to please your partner, but you might just not be with it or something could be, something could have been triggered. We just don't know. And so I think a big thing to what you're saying is we're not mind readers. Correct. Yes. Listen, yeah. 
there's been times where, you know, I'm not in the mood. And there's been times when Rachel's not in the mood. You know what I'm saying? But we talk about it. Like, we explain to each other, hey, this is the reason why. But, you know, let's say, hey, I'm going to get you tomorrow, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be as easy as that. And that would, you know, kind of calm the other person down. Be like, okay, I understand that. Like, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think it's, you guys need to, two people need to come to an understanding when that's concerned. And, you know, I think she just put it so eloquently there that, Sometimes she's not feeling it like that and that's okay. And Absolutely. the other person should be okay with it. It's great, uh, great feedback from Katie and uh, speaking her truth. But like, you know, you just said, sometimes you are in the mood, sometimes Rachel's not in the mood. This next guest that we had, Segway. I wanna take my hats off to her. Yeah. She is killing the game. I see her all on my feed. And I love that we had asked her like, what are some aphrodisiacs you know, what are some ways that we could do when you're in that relationship and, you know, you want to get the groove on? Uh, you want to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, let's play this clip. What are a few aphrodisiacs that can double as helping us taste better when one is to give us and perform oral sex with us? Okay, I also want the doctor input on this one. Um, so, Brian, you're going to chime in on this. But I've read a lot about this because uh, I'm randomly infamous for something called vabbing which is using your vaginal fluids as perfume. And well, how do you the, <laughs> yeah, you gotta go straight from the source and then apply it to all the pressure points, just <laughs> like you would. Wow. <laughs> the Vabbing. vaginal juices as a perfume. I mean, is there, is there, is there any other, is there any other better scent in the world than that, Mike? <laughs> I, I, I do know that uh, once once sweat uh, is can be a turn off for a, a person. They're pheromones, right? Yeah, that, they, yep. that they give off, and so she's not wrong. She's you know absolutely in the right. It's a it's it is a it is a fact, you know. Uh, and then also, hey, it helps out. It helps it helps out <laughs> the money on the financial aspect. So you try to you know you hopefully you adore the way your partners smell. Hopefully you adore that scent. And so if you haven't tried it at home, try it out, comment, follow, like <laughs> yes. it, message us how you feel about it. Yeah, we definitely love to hear some feedback on that one. Really Shan Boudram to. though, for did we, I don't even know if we mentioned her name, Shan Boudram. We did not. Shan Booty, gotta love her. Uh, if you don't follow her on Instagram, definitely a good follow you'll definitely got a lot get a lot of information and knowledge on all things sex and uh, love and relationships so she's a she's a great follow and her podcast lovers of friends is amazing make sure you guys check that out yes and of course next we have i'm gonna say bastard nation royalty right now we got yeah, yeah. thomas and becca their interview post paradise where they yeah. fell in love. And I mean, I just see their, their stories and their photos and their carousels. And I mean, they're so damn cute. They they're are. so damn cute and in love. And I love to see it. So let's hear a little clip from that episode. I mean, I don't want to spend my life with anybody else. I'm gonna cry right now. <laughs> I will say I'm gonna probably hate myself for actually admitting this 
to anyone, but I called my mom and I was like, mom, and I'm, and even though I was engaged twice in the past, I was like, mom, I think I want to marry this guy. It's the first time I've ever actually said that out loud. So, I mean, talk about third time's a charm. That's Thecca for you. That's what, that's, that's what we call him, right? Thecca. Uh, all I remember <laughs> from that is how smitten Thomas is. Right? Was he even looking at us? He was literally no, like, he, we, all, we were, all we were seeing is his profile the whole damn time. <laughs> she was just like goo-goo-eyed looking into he's, Becca's eyes. He's so goo-goo-eyed. I mean, I can't do nothing but smile. I, I have nothing and, else. And you know what, man? I mean, shout out to Becca because obviously there was that time when Thomas was getting that bad rap from the Bachelorette and, you know, he was this villain and no, you know, none of the guys liked him and whatnot. And, you know, I, I think that goes to show you that you can't judge a book. You can't judge a book by its cover. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, she took him at face value. She, you know, sift through the relationship in the proper way and. Every single time Thomas came through, you know what I'm saying? Like he was a man of his word and look at lo and behold today, they're super happy and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, going to be engaged pretty soon. So we'll see. We'll see. I took that from what you were saying, from what Becca was saying, she's been engaged twice is baby, don't give up what you yeah. desire is out there. You know, you know what? And listen, every, I mean, if that's another, another lesson, Everything happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like after everything she went through, such a public heartbreak, yeah. um, you know, with Garrett. I mean, you got to imagine that was one of the toughest things in her life. You know what I'm saying? Like you were committed to somebody for life and it didn't work out at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, man, just keep hope alive because, you know, better things are on the horizon. And, and she seems super happy. And I'm just really happy for both of them, man, that they found each other. No, I wonder if like Becca and or Thomas does affirmations because, right? you know, they say that our subconscious, what we speak to our subconscious comes to, uh, it will come, come out in the light. And this next guest, our very own bachelorette, Michelle Young, she had me saying hallelujah, standing on my feet, <laughs> giving tithes, tithing for the way that she spoke about her affirmations, these affirmations, the importance of it. Um, it's, I mean, just play the clip. That was a teacher in her, that. man. Yes. We do affirmations. I've done affirmations with um, young girls at my school who, you know, are having, have, have, having a hard day. And there was this one girl who I met in the hallway um, and she was really, really struggling. She was struggling because she didn't like her hair that day. She felt like her hair was nappy. She felt like her hair was everywhere. And so... I took her into the bathroom and we were yelling affirmations in the mirror <laughs> about, you know, about who we are. I and that. so yeah. I was like, this is the one time where you can yell in school and not get in trouble. And so like, Oh, you are you know, our favorite teacher with, ever. Like, <laughs> we started with like, I love my hair. I'm like, no, you got to yell it. And so by the end of it, she's screaming, I love my hair. I love my lips, all these different things. And I just, I really truly do believe that is that, you know, at a young age, teaching the youth to talk about that, like, it's okay to be proud. It's okay to be proud. It's okay to love yourself. It is the right thing to do to love yourself, to love the skin that you're in. Michelle speaks and 
exudes that so well, so well. I mean, think about the inspiration, man. I mean, that's that's the teacher in her, right? Like, that's what they do. They inspire. They educate. I mean, think how that child's life was changed right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that little girl is going to ever forget that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just no, that one moment of empowering her like that. I mean, that could set her on a on a totally different trajectory in life. You know what I'm saying? Where she's emboldened, empowered to know that she could do whatever she wants, you know, regardless of what she looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could do anything in this life. And that's... Just... Go ahead. Uh, just shout out to all the teachers because yeah, like what you're saying, for real. the teachers literally have and hold our future, our future wow. leaders in this country, you know, our future entrepreneurs in this country, uh, our future people that if you and I don't have children will be next to our children, will be the, our children's bosses, you know, and, and co-workers and maybe some of their teachers. And so uh, just a hats off to Michelle for the person she is the way that she's able to show strength by teaching literally the next generation. And when you speak yeah. to Michelle, she's so passionate about this. Yeah. Like, yeah. First off, how is this girl the bachelorette and like doing PTA meetings? I don't, I don't think she gets enough. I honestly do not think she got enough credit for that. <laughs> she's like doing a Zoom from like GMA. <laughs> like she yes. gets it done no matter like, what. She's doing Jimmy Kimmel. You're right. <laughs> doing grading homework from her cell phone. Like she should have gotten so much more credit i cannot emphasize that enough how how sway and i can even imagine like the pride she must have and like i mean just one kid's life man you know what i'm saying like even if you just change one kid's life like it must be so well worth it for her like being that yes influential person in that in that kid's life i mean i can't even imagine but like she said like we spoke to her she has big goals she wants to build school she wants she wants to be the, the LeBron, right, <laughs> of of uh, school building for women. So, I mean, I love it. Um, you know, I wish her the best. And, I mean, we need to start a petition for getting teachers paid more because, like I'm you said, man, they are, you know, the, the, the people that are molding the minds of our youth. And the future is everything. So, pay these teachers more, damn it. I mean, you can technically argue that, Teachers spend more time with your children than you do. Yeah. Because if y'all don't sleep for eight hours of the day, you know, you get home after your kids, you're, they're with your teachers for eight, nine hours a day. I mean, you could argue that. So I think teachers do need that raise, man. Yep. For I'm sure. I'm with that argument. For sure. And last but not least, actually our most popular episode, Mike. <laughs> yes. Yes. With, our most popular episode of 2021. Yes. With our guy. Blake Moines, uh, you know, obviously we talked to him at a very vulnerable moment in his life, um, you know, with with his breakup with Katie and then everything that transpired after that. But um, I got to commend him, man. He was in he was in he, he was in as good a spirits as you could be in that situation. He was so positive. And um, let's hear what he had to say. When you're really, really deeply in love with a partner, there's a different kind of love there and different things that That's they true. know about you that, that 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 your family wouldn't. And when you have that with somebody and those little moments, you remember those little things, they know some things about you and how you are more than anyone else. And I 
I don't know, I think you live, you live one life and you don't come across that many people in life that know you like that and respect you like that and have loved you like that. And regardless of how hard it is sometimes to go through breakups and make it cordial and make it easy, it's easier to hate. It's easier to find Say all it. the reasons to yes. hate her. Yes. It's yes. easier to hate her. It's easier. Yes. Yes. But but the better thing and the and the better thing for both of us and the better thing for me is to find it, to make Preach. it, to, 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 to love her and respect her, to find a way that to do anything for her. Cause I hope that she would do it for me in this one life. Cause you don't connect with anyone like that. And just because it's, it's easier to fucking hate her. Don't, don't. I mean, you could tell he's so in tune with his feelings. Like, I mean, it kind of reminds me of Bibby. You know what I'm saying? Like she yeah. internalizes it. She, he processed those feelings, you know, and like he mentioned in the episode, in that episode, you know, he says he made mistakes, you know, both sides made mistakes. But at the end of the day, you know, everything happens for a reason. You can't dwell and, you know, hate on the other person. He, It sounded like he just wants to spread love. Yeah, spread love and positivity. Absolutely. That's, that's all he wants. And he also said something that we need to do. He said to leave them alone and just and, and just love. Just show, just show love. That's it. Yeah. I think so many, so much, so often, we choose sides, right? And or we we condemn someone. You got the man himself saying all he wants to do is just show her love. She would do the same for him. Just allow him to have his peace. Nothing Amen. else. That's it. Nothing else. And so, I think Blake personified grace personify how to handle a breakup publicly. I'm gonna call Blake if I ever uh, get out of a relationship again. I'm like, Blake, help me out, man. <laughs> He's just, just a good guy. I think that people, if, if people had a misconception about Blake, listening to that episode, you will, you will literally hear Blake's heart. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, man, I mean, I think he would be a great person to call because, I mean, he has the experience with it. You know what I mean? But through that experience, I think he's just going to grow so much. And, you know, obviously we were talking about, he talked a lot about his passion and the conservation with the animals and things like that. And he just, you know, he doesn't want to be caught up in all the drama. He just wants to focus on his passion. And, um, and I think that, that's the best thing he could possibly do. You know what I'm saying? Just wrap himself up in his passion and, you know, allow time to pass and time will heal. You know what I'm saying? Time will heal. And I have no doubt in my mind that there will be, there will be one woman that's going to come into his life. That's going to change the game. And that's, that's all I want for him. That's all, that's all we want for anybody. Right. I mean, we yes. want everybody to be happy and in love. And he mentioned just as much for Katie. She hopes that he's, that she's super happy with John and uh, wishes them the best. And, you know, I, re I really, I really hope for his happiness and his, and him finding love. Uh, completely agree with that. I can't say anything else to that. Uh, I can't wait, man. This year has been amazing, but I can't wait for the gems that are created throughout talking it out 2022. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. It's going to be water. It's going to be crazier. It's going to be more controversial. Uh, it's going to be more of a learning experience. I'm ready for it. I'm, re so ready, I'm ready for, for the growth, man. Like I feel like 
we've come such a long way. Like so many things have happened. I mean, we, we really think about it. It's, it's crazy to think about how much, how much we've been through, like all the amazing people we've interviewed, all of the, the gems that have been dropped, you know, by our guests. And I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, we couldn't do it without you listeners. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us into your cars, into your homes, into your, you know, your, 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 your audio listening devices or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, we're, we're happy that you, you choose us on a weekly basis to listen to us and for us to hopefully provide value and, uh, you know, help you grow as well as also help us grow. We thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. And, you know, we just hope to, you know, grow with you guys even more in 2022. Completely. Uh, somebody once said, you can't cancel me. All right. This person said, you can't cancel me because they, they, they have their own platform. I want to say to our audience, you guys hold so much power. Um, and we thank you. We read a lot of the comments. Uh, I know we respond to a lot of the comments. Uh, you guys give your opinions. Uh, some of you that have given your opinion via DM, I've responded to you directly and you know, uh, we genuinely, I mean, I sit seriously, seriously, we'll text Brian, like, hey, how do you feel about this? Because we know that our voice carries and it's because of you guys. You guys keep us in line. You guys keep us in check. You guys, you know, shower us with love and then also let us know when we can be better. And so what's love without being honest? What's love without, you know, wanting to, that next person to grow? So we love y'all. We know y'all love us. Thank you so much. Continue to ride with us throughout these next few years. Let's do it big. Love that. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. And once again, to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning into today's episode. And just for all you single folk out there, we're casting for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So make sure to head to bachelornation.com forward slash apply. Again, that's bachelornation.com forward slash apply. And maybe find the love of your life. Yes. And you know, we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, and your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow Message us on social at Talking Out B N. That's Talking Out B as in Bachelor N as a Nation on Instagram, Bachelor Nation on TikTok and Facebook, and Batch Nation on Twitter. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, I'm gonna say it for the last time in 2021. My last time telling you this year. Until next year. <laughs> don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. We love y'all, and we'll see y'all next year. Oh, yeah.